Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Untitled Podcast. Today I'm joined by a very special guest, Malik. Introduce yourself. Hello, everyone. My name is Malik Lewis. I'm very, very blessed to be here right now. Very honored to be here. I'm a big fan of the podcast. Thank you. And uh, right now I go to Syracuse University up in New York. Um, I'm in Miami right now for a little bit. Just been enjoying the summer. But, you know, a little bit about me. I grew up here in Miami. Um, You know, grew up by, uh, you know, I got a little brother. Got a a mom who raised us well. And I just Mm -hmm. navigated my world. I just navigated the world as a young man. I'm trying my best to be who I am today. So I'm very, very honored to be here and to be able to share information with you all. That was a great introduction. Thank you. Um, Thank you. Just for a little bit of background, you know, we've known each other since like, what, middle school? Yes, it was middle insane school. to think about because now we're both in college, um, getting very old. And yeah. I'm very, very <laughs> honored to have you here. You're very much so an accomplished guest, you know. I did my research. I stalked your Instagram pretty much. And you spoke <laughs> to Congress about BLM in 2018. You yes. skipped your graduation to speak at the stadium about injustice in 2020. You're a musician. You're kind of an unofficial motivational speaker. Yep. You've pretty much done everything that someone your age could do, which is really cool. Wow. Thank you. Thank no you. Problem. Of course. And I'll plug your Instagram in the description of the episode. Make sure you follow him on Instagram. He's doing some really good stuff. That's a lot of love right there. That's a lot of love. (laughs) What I'm here for. Yep. (laughs) So kind of getting into the questions, like this first set of questions is just like about the come up, the journey. And, you know, back in middle school, is this the life that you envisioned yourself? Is this who you always wanted to be? That's a great question. Um, There's two answers for that. Two answers Mm. for that. First off, no, I didn't know. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't know who I was going to be at this point in time. I didn't know what was going to happen. But here's the part, like the little voice that's in all of our heads where it comes to people who want to be successful and want to be something in life is that I I always knew I'd be fine. Like I always knew that because of my mindset, it's going to take me places. So I knew that I was moving along this road. I just didn't know where the road was going to take me, but it ended up taking me into like places that I wouldn't even imagine, you know, so I'm just very blessed. I'm very grateful. But in middle school, no way. My mind was on <laughs> things that didn't even matter, things that I wouldn't even care about today. But I always knew that, okay, if I kept the same mindset, I know I'll be fine. I know I'll be good to go. That's some faith. I, I appreciate that. That's really good. <laughs> and kind of like looking to the present, what are you up to right now? Is there any like sneak peeks you can give us on anything you're working on? Yeah, definitely. Um, So so as she mentioned, you know, I, I, I still do music. Mm-hmm. Um, I take a little break off it because I'm trying to contribute to the world the best mm-hmm. way that I can possible. But I love music. It's my passion. And I think one one big thing is that you always want to find a nice hobby that you're doing and, mm-hmm. and make it your side hustle. People like do do what you can do. But at the end of the day, make sure that you have your main goal focus. And my main goal is to inspire. So right now I'm preparing to do a lot of work up at Syracuse University for Ooh. student association, student government. Um, and right now I am basically head of the diversity and inclusion office, which is a big deal. Are you serious? That's so cool. (laughs) Congratulations. (laughs) Thank you so much. Thank you. So, you know, I have to help look over and guide people of, you know, no matter what, what sex you are, no matter what, what race you are and make sure that Syracuse feels like a home that people want to go to that, that college is a place to be. So that's a really, really big role that I've been given as a sophomore of the school. And so I'm taking it with a lot of responsibility. But, um, you know, that's that's the biggest sneak peek in my life right now. I'm doing a lot of fitness and training because, mm-hmm. you know, in order for me to work mentally, 
I feel like I have to be in the best body that I could be physically and I'm feeling great. So I'm trying to hit all things spiritually, physically, mentally, and just grow to be better each and every day. That sounds really good. I'm not going to lie. You seem to have it very together right now. I'm very happy <laughs> I hope to keep it that way. Yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah. And I've seen you make um, a few posts and stories about like the come up and leaving poverty and, you know, getting to make big moves and stuff. Yeah. What's the journey been like for you up to this point? Like, how did the Malik Lewis in front of me right now come to be? Yeah, that's that's a, another great question. And um, one of the one of the main things is just, you know, I did. I grew up in poverty. I grew up tough, grew up broke, came from the hood. Um, mm-hmm. Some of the worst places. I remember waking up one morning and tires was gone off my mama car. And, I, you know, I had to get to school, no tires in the car, like things like that. But what it did was it just it motivated me. Um, and I think you have to find that, you know, especially me, I had to find that fire within me to stay motivated each and every day to grind and work hard. But, mm-hmm. you know, the, the come up story, sheesh, like, <laughs> you know. We got the time. You know, Go ahead. Yeah, we got the time. We definitely got the time. I'm not going to rush through it. But, you know, just, just you know, everybody has their story. Everybody has their low point. And I think what what pushed me through those tough times growing up in poverty was realizing that, okay, let's let's break it down. I have shelter. I have water. I have food. Let's find the things to be grateful for. And with that gratefulness, it pushed me to succeed and it fed me success because I was grateful for the things that I already had. And so I knew if I'm grateful for the things that I already have then the creator will bless me with more things. And that's hard to believe when you're when you're at the lowest point of life. But that's why. Right. It's very hard. But that's why you're in the lowest point of life. So you can stay motivated and you can find a way to keep going. And I stay consistent. And I stay disciplined and discipline is the number one thing that got me here today. Staying consistent and staying disciplined and saying that I'm going to accomplish something going after it and making sure that I do it and I get it done. Because why not bet on myself when I came from nothing? And I think a lot of the time is when you see privileged people or people who are just in a more blessed position. Mm-hmm. Right. They, they, they have everything silver, silver sped to them. Um, and so they may not have that same grind that I have, but I know I'm able to pass them. Because it's just like the turtle and, 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 and the horse, right? Like, I know I'm, I'm able to pass you because I have the mentality because I have nothing. So I'm going to bet on myself and make sure that I get it done. And that's the hardest thing in the world. It's very hard, but it's possible. You that's know, it's true. possible. And that kind of leads me into the next question. You get obviously a very, like, positive and motivated person, you know, who's yeah. always giving out little bits of wisdom and advice. <laughs> So I have, I really have to ask, like, how are you able to remain so positive? And is there anyone in your life that's done for you what you're pretty much doing for us right now? Thank you. Thank you for that. Um, how to stay, you know, how, how I, how I stay positive. It's realizing that, you know, I had to look at myself as, as a, as a precious metal, you know, as mm-hmm. you know, a lot of times we, we don't, we don't know our worth or we don't think that we're worthy. And, and I learned this. I learned that at the end of the day, what we really are to our core is we're connected to something much greater. And if we just tap into that energy, if we tap into that positive energy that's inside of us, even through the negative times that, OK, I'll make it through just that voice that you'll make it through can get you through that day, can get you through those tough times. Yeah. And so, you know, like there's moments in my life where I saw my great grandma pass and then a year later, my grandma passed. And my grades were going down and I'm like, how am I going to be able to get scholarships and do what I want to do? Because we already don't have money. But my mind was just like I wasn't focused and I I was at a low point because I'm losing the people that I love and I care about. But I had to remember that 
there's a bigger purpose. And so the mm-hmm. whole point of that story, right, is to realize that you are precious metal and that the world is going to put pressure on you. But that pressure will turn you into a diamond and you'll be oh, ready beautiful. to succeed. <laughs> You know, like, you'll be ready to succeed because you went through that struggle. Yeah. And people people who don't go through that much struggle, they're not as precious as we are who have stories or who have been through tough times. And, you know, I'm not saying to purposely put yourself through tough times, but mm-hmm. if tough times ever come, which it will, even if you're in a more blessed position, it will yeah. come, right? The best thing to do is realize who you are on the inside and just let life take you where it needs to go and make sure you put your best foot forward. That's really good. Is there anyone in your life that you've ever like really looked up to yeah. like a role model? Yeah, I got I got um I'm blessed to have a couple mentors. I'll name them out right now. Um mm-hmm. one of them is named um Shad. I call him Shad. Um full name Shadrick. Um I, I, I got a lot of love for him. He's like a father figure to me. Um nice. I got another one, um, Mr. O'Brien, who went to um, you know, he worked at Miami Lakes Educational yeah. Center where we went and he's been a great mentor to me with the five thousand role models program. Um, the congresswoman, uh, my mom, you know, these are just people that like motivate me every day. And then um, somebody I call Pop, very close to me as well, an older gentleman, but taught me a lot of wisdom, a lot of spiritual wisdom and the potential that we have. So that's just a few people. But, you know, the biggest one is, is you know, it's not to be selfish, but the biggest one is me. Because at the end of the Nothing day, selfish I, about that. Yeah. Right. <laughs> like, yeah, it's yeah. true. Because. You have to wake up and you have to work and you have to put in the work and you have to stay self-motivated. Yeah. And so that's, that's the hardest thing. But the number one, I think everybody's their biggest motivator. Yeah. I like that. I agree. And, you know, you're always giving out advice. So I have to ask, do you have any advice for people who struggle to stay motivated? And, you know, what can we try to do to stay on top of our stuff? Yeah, definitely. Um, And, and, and it may be hard to do, but realize that you have a purpose. And if you don't know your purpose, that's cool. You don't got to find your purpose today or tomorrow, but just keep it on the back of your mind and let your subconscious work on it. But in order to stay motivated is you have to put yourself in a place where you can't depend on anything or anyone to make you motivated. You Mm -hmm. have to learn how to light the fire within yourself. So here's an example, right? And this is a really great example. Every morning I go to the gym. (laughs) Which is insane for me to think of all, but yeah, continue. Some mornings I don't want to go. I really don't want to go because I'm like, oh, I'm tired. You know, I'm tossing yeah. and turning in bed. But I give myself like three minutes to get it together. Three minutes? Up. Yeah, three minutes. I got to get it together. <laughs> <laughs> and so, you know, I end up going to the gym and I'm on a Stairmaster. It's one of the machines that you have to like, you're like, it's like stairs, literally. Yeah, I think it's tough. Stairs. I've tried. I literally hate yeah. it. it. It is bad. It's really bad. <laughs> I'd rather, I'd rather the treadmill, but it works. Right. So I'm doing it. I'm doing it. Right. And, um, you know, I'm watching the TV. Right. And this is a person that we, I'm about to bring up a name right now. Mm. And I wish he would do more for humanity, but I'm watching Jeff Bezos. And this guy just went out of space. Oh, don't even get me started on that. And he had the audacity to come back and be like, thank you guys for paying for it. For him to go to space for four minutes, it was like billions of dollars. Four minutes, right? And I'm like, yo, I know this guy did just go to space. So I did did 100 stairs, right? I said, you know what? I'm going to do 100 more. I'm going to do 100 more floors. I ended up doing 200. And the moral of that story is, you know, I had to, I could have looked at that and said, ah, oh, man, like, well, oh, come on. But I used it to fuel me. And mm. so how you stay self-motivated is you have to find things to motivate you. Now, you don't want to search too hard, but make it an everyday thing, whether it's something in your mind 
where it's mm-hmm. like, I got to get up out this bed. I have to be great today. Whether it's looking at somebody who's much wealthier than you may be now, but you know, you can catch that person if you put in the work and, yeah. you know, and you do, and you do it the right way. Right. And so these are the things that I had to tell myself, like, okay, I, I need to stay self-motivated because I want to put the pressure on myself. And I think that's good pressure. Mm-hmm. I think it's nothing wrong with having good pressure on you. You also got to realize you can't, you know, sometimes it's hard to change the world. And that's why we need each other. We need to lean on each other. 100%. But, you know, it's always great to put good pressure on yourself. And that's how you go into the world and create change and stay self-motivated, putting pressure on yourself and, you know, using the everyday tools around you to be self-motivated and like that fire. I really agree with that. That was really nice. This is why I considered you to be like a, an unofficial motivational speaker because you just keep dropping gems <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> Definitely. Definitely. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. So like kind of the last question on like the come up and everything looking to the future for a second, you know, what's the ultimate goal? Who does Malik Lewis ultimately want to be? Yeah. Yes. That's, that's a, another great one. Listen, guys, she's on fire today. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I kind of took the time with the questions, yeah. but yeah. They're, they're great. Um, you know, the, the person I want to be is truly somebody to inspire people. And, um, you know, to take it back to last year, I believe I don't want to get the date wrong. I believe it was January 26th and um, Kobe Bryant passed away Mm. and his daughter passed away and um, more people on that on that jet. God rest their souls. And one of the biggest quotes that Kobe Bryant said was, um, you know, it's about inspiring. That's how we leave a mark on this earth. It's about inspiring people. And, And, you know, he inspired me. And he also said, rest at the end, not in the middle. And that mm-hmm. keeps me self-motivated. And so, you know, learning that from Kobe really is just before I leave this earth, I want to make sure that I inspire as much people as possible and that I can help as much people as possible. So like being on his podcast right now means the world to me because I know people yeah. are listening. I'm very you know, honored to have those you. Gems. Thank you. You know what I mean? So that I'm very honored to be here. Just this, just having this gratefulness of life. Mm-hmm. Knowing that it's a lesson, knowing that it's tough, but still having gratefulness of life yeah. and then being able to create change on a daily basis, that that makes it all for me. That really makes it all for me. So I want to inspire as much people as possible. I want to be very wealthy, not because I'm in love with money, mm-hmm. but because I want to be in a position to help people who don't have money and yeah. teach them how to have it and teach them financial literacy. And so it's, it's a lot that I want to do. But the number one thing is being grateful. For whatever I have, being grateful for wherever I am and inspiring as much people as possible. I can relate to that a lot. And I'm very happy that, you know, you kind of made that your number one with inspiring other people and like leaving your impact. Because I think I'm kind of the same way in that when I think about like what I want to do when I get older, it's all about giving back and helping people. And it's kind of the same thing with money. I find money like icky, like gross, (laughs) but I know that I would want it so that I have the comfort financially yeah. and stability to be able to be like, okay, I don't have to go to work today. I can go help someone else or something like that. Or I can donate or whatever. Yep. That's where wow. that comes from. So I totally yeah. agree. And it really is about cherishing the time that you have because you really don't know when your life was just meant to end. You were just meant to have, we all have a limited amount of time and I really appreciate you doing so much at such a young age. I mean, I'm not trying to like I'm not talking death into existence in any way, but I feel like you've gotten so much done and it, it'll be amazing to see how much more yeah. you get done in the future. Thank you. You'll so definitely much. be remembered for a lot. So I love that. I love that. And you will too. You will too. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> 
And now talking about like your big things, because you know, you've done a lot of projects. And as I said before, you've done some pretty big things for someone your age. You always post yeah. about this stuff. And I'm like, truly, like, I'm really impressed. I'm like in awe. I'm like, this is insane. <laughs> so I have to ask about the first, like the big one. So like Netflix, I remember when you posted about yeah. that. How did that happen? Tell us, tell us everything. Yeah, so so it's out. So I could talk about it now. I was mm-hmm. under a, a, a contract, right? So I so um I get a call from the Congresswoman, mm-hmm. which is Frederick, Congresswoman Frederica Wilson, which is our Congresswoman here in South Florida, right? And she's like, hey, baby boy, I want you to come to my house and, you know, film for Netflix. And I'm like, what? Like, what? <laughs> Yeah. And she sends me the address to her own home. And I think that was that was the biggest thing. I'm walking around like I'm really in the, you know, uh, a a political house right now. Somebody's yeah. changing. Who cares about humanity? Who's done so much work? And I'm walking around the house. I'm looking at her family pictures and family photos. Mm-hmm. I'm looking at how open she is and how loving and caring she is. And so, so I'm in the back. I'm seeing these big cameras. You know, I'm yeah, you know, I'm like, yo, like high definition. Um, it's me, a few other my five thousand role model buddies. And so we're sitting down and we're told the rules and the instructions. And I was just shocked, you know. So the reason that we did that Netflix show was because they were giving a, a feed on her mm-hmm. and they wanted to know how she grew up and how mm-hmm. she was raised. But she has so much love for the five thousand role models, which is a program she created that oh, she really? brought boys online yeah she created it i had no idea yeah. she founded it and so she wanted us to be part of it you know she wanted us to be part of that that experience and we still ended up being in there it's like one little clip but i was excited i, was, I mean I was yeah happy. still you know? that's still a really it's big thing. she sounds really kind yeah she's awesome she's awesome it's funny so because i think i remember when she first ran i'm pretty sure she's like the mother of like a teacher i had in elementary school which was like really weird Wow. Yeah, I've no, only no, ever no. heard. I think, I think you might be right because she, really? she used to be she used to be a principal. She used to be yes. a principal. Yeah, yeah. She's so, insane. I've only awesome. ever heard good things about her. So yeah. Good luck, Miss Miss Wilson. <laughs> that's awesome. Yes. And it's a good thing you brought up 5,000 role models because that's what my next question was going to be about. <laughs> you know, I've known a few people who've been in the 5,000 role models program, but I don't mm-hmm. think I've really seen someone like kind of embody it and rise up in the ranks in the way that you have. So I have to ask, you know, what has being in 5,000 Role Models been like for you? And could you also explain what that yeah. program is to people who might not know? Yeah. So um, 5,000 Role Models is a program for young men um, in South Florida. They've also moved up to Northern Florida oh, and cool. they're trying to hit places like Chicago. And so they want to hit places where you have a lot of kids who don't have father figures in their life and they're able to be guided and given um, father figures. And so me being the 5,000 role models, at first I wasn't going to join it because of a shallow reason like everyone else. We had to dress up and, yeah, you know, put the on suit the, 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 the little the tie suit. and everything. Oh, man, right? And I was like, I, I don't know. But it taught me to be a, a man. And it mm. taught me that, you know, I'm not saying what a man should be, right? But a man could be, if a man yeah. chooses this, to carry himself professionally, um, to carry himself with respect. Um, mm-hmm. You can dress up in suits. That's fine because people respect you like that. Yeah. And, you know, and, and I had to learn that. And so I was grateful for that. I was I also learned so much just about how to conduct myself and how to act and, and you know, in, in society and how to represent my people, which is a big deal to me. And so being in the 5000 role models changed my life because it opened doors for me to go to Washington, D.C., and speak yeah. to Congress and 
have these tough conversations about what's going on back at home and how can we fix it. And so we realized that you know, this is a little secret. Politics may be for me because it put me in oh, so much political senses where I'm like, OK, I think I'm able to do this. Yeah. You know, the, the, now the problem is politics is very grimy. But at the end of the day, that's life. And we have to do the best we can to help the people that we love and the people we care about. So, you know, you know, 5,000 Role Models opened me up to a whole new horizon. I'm so grateful to be part of that program. And I, I think you're right. You know, and I say this in my head. I shouldn't say it out loud, but <laughs> I believe I'm one of the greatest 5,000 Role Model, you know, persons to ever come out of that organization. There's nothing wrong with gassing yourself. Go yeah, ahead. And say, yeah, say right. It <laughs> and, and the reason why is because I carry it everywhere I go and I make sure, like you said, I embody the things that I learned. And then I shared with others who may not be in that program so we could create a better society overall. Yeah. So, you know, I love it and I'm grateful to be in it. And I'm glad you highlighted it. Of course. Anytime. Yeah. <laughs> but you did bring up your your trip to D.C. talking to Congress. What was that like? Was it very yeah. nerve wracking? Did you just stand up with the mic in front of like all those people <laughs> and just like rant? What was it yeah, like? It was, it was a lot. It was a lot. Um, That was one of the greatest moments of my life. Hmm. I was talking in front of thousands of people. Most of them were in Congress. Most of them, you know, deal with politics and could create change. Yeah. And I just told I just told them the real. I'm like, listen, I come from the hood. <laughs> you know, this is what goes <laughs> down here. I grew up tough and I'm standing in front of you all right now. And I'm telling you that love is the answer mm-hmm. that we need to fix whatever's going on in this country. And it was just like a touching moment because I, you know, I kind of reminded people the power that they have within. Yeah. Um, I'm more of a spiritual person. But of course, you know, I look up to different, you know, information about like religion and stuff like that, because there's lessons. in it. And yeah. so when, when it comes to the Bible, even it says that, you know, the blood of Christ is in you. Mm-hmm. And so I'm, I'm, I'm telling these people in D.C., I'm like, hey, you know, most people here, you know, Christians. Right. The Bible says this. So why aren't we acting like that? Why aren't we acting like we have this power within us? Mm-hmm. And they were just so moved. And I think that that day helped a lot of people. And a fun fact that I never told anyone the day after, cause I was in DC for a minute. So you get the exclusive. Yeah. I had moms coming to me, right? Like grandmas and moms saying that you, your mom must be so proud of you. Like, you, like, Aww. like, because you said that it made me cry, brought me to tears. It reminded me of where I came from and where I am today. And so that's what I do it for. Like I've, I, I could really sit here and say, I've made people cry with, with speeches you know like that's <laughs> that's dope <laughs> yeah that's i mean who doesn't want that yeah right so that's what dc was for me and it's, it's cool to be there because um you know black people really built dc you know and and, and it really built dc and i told him that too i was like we built this city <laughs> so i was just coming back home you know like yeah yeah that's really what it was but i enjoyed it i enjoyed I like it that. And do you think that, you know, since you've made, since you had the opportunity to make that speech to Congress, that they've done enough or that they're making any moves at all in the right direction? Yeah, um, I, um, I'll tell you this. When, when George Floyd passed, mm-hmm. I wrote a letter. There was another boy that passed. They said that they killed him like Emmett Till. I wrote another letter. I wrote a lot of letters, some letters I wasn't even able to pass on because mm-hmm. it was just so it was a lot. And I'm like, man, should I hit send? Like, but but <laughs> I did for the ones that I know I should. I, I did right because it's so much. Like, it's just like, will change ever come? Will will things ever get better? Yeah. But um, do I think they're doing enough? I think that. I think that a lot of times the priorities of politics 
are not as important as what they think it is. I don't think that they prioritize humanity as they should. And I don't think, yeah, I don't think they know the power that they have in order to, to do that, the influence that they have in order to do that. But I'll tell you this. I believe everything's on purpose. Mm. I do believe we're cursed as as a country. <laughs> uh, we must be because yeah, we must be cursed, right? This is a little too much. Yeah, you know, I, you know, I, I feel like, I feel like we are the ones that have to create change. And so when I see things like you creating your own podcast, and and it's motivating people in this bringing, like I was just so happy to see that because I'm like, whoa, thank you. That's how, that's how change is created. It's you know, it's sad, but like even Kendrick Lamar said in his song, like we're going to be all right because yeah. we, have to, we have to look after each other and we can't depend on others. But I'll tell you this. There are some great politicians in there, even mm-hmm. on the even on the Republican side that are actually fighting for humanity and that mm-hmm. want to see positive change. And I'm just asking them to continue to stand up and yeah. continue to do that and it's do what's right. They're really outnumbered, yeah. you know, people that exactly. aren't prioritizing humanity, like you said. Yeah, a lot a lot of people aren't prioritizing it. So I think it's up to us and for any politicians that's in power. I do believe that now's the time to stand up because mm. things will only get worse if we don't do something about it. Yeah. You know. I hundred yeah. percent agree. Thank you for sharing that. And of course, I mean, I guess like moving away from politics for a second. Yeah. You know, I can't have you here as a guest and not talk about your music career, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I have to ask, you know, when did that start? And you know, at what moment did you say, I want to be a musician? Yeah, this is this is a great one. This is a great one. Um, mm-hmm. and and here's the reason I say this is a great one, guys, because you 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 have to have a hobby to carry you through life. You have to have something that you enjoy, whether it's video games, whether it's whatever. So I started with music when I was 10 when I was 10 and I would write in composition books. I'd talk about all types of stuff. I'm just writing, you know, trying to rhyme words, all that great stuff. And um, that's when music really started for me because I would listen to people like Drake and Kendrick and Lil Wayne, you know, I'd be like, you know, I don't really like what they're saying in the songs. Mm. Like, like sometimes like, you know, party songs and stuff like that. But then Mm. there's some good ones, like some inspiring ones. And so I, I, I said, okay, I, I like at 10, I realized that music is a tool mm-hmm. and that I can use it to inspire or to make club music or turning up music. Yeah. And it was just a creative space for me. It was the space where I could talk about what I wanted to talk about and be who I wanted to be. Mm-hmm. So I started, I started making music. I, I bought a laptop, I bought a microphone and my first 300 songs were trash. That's just the truth. It was bad. I didn't <laughs> know what I was doing. I still had some support. But then, you know, in high school, I really started to get it together. Mm. I really started to put time into it because I believe you should always put time in what you love. And, you know, I got better. I got better at it. And people started knowing me for music. People would call me my my old rap name, LaVokes, right? Like a lot of people would like my music. And then I said, okay, let me kick it up a notch. Let me perform in front of my high school. That's a ball. I'm not going to lie to you. I couldn't have done it. That, <laughs> that, was, uh, that was scary. That was scary. Um, I'm not even going to hold you. That was scary. But it went great. A lot of people liked it. And then I performed again and again and again. And I was like, wow, this could actually work. Like something could actually come of this. And even yeah. if it doesn't, my dream was always to help one person with my music yeah. or, you know, just have some people look up to it and say, hey, I see you're living in your truth. You make mm. me want to live in my truth. Yeah. 
So my mission with music is literally already accomplished. Now, of course, I'm still going to make songs. Yeah, of course. Um, and last, um, a couple months ago, I performed in front of my college, my university. Yes, congratulations. Which was, right? It was awesome. Thank you. Thank you. So it's like, okay, I, I, that's really what I wanted to do. That's it. Yeah. We'll see what's next. But when you continue to, to make something that you love, you never know where it will take you. And so maybe I'll be the biggest artist in the world one day. Who knows? But it's my job to continue to do what I love. I love inspiring. I love fitness. I love music. Mm-hmm. And the creator gives us so many gifts. The universe gives us so many gifts. And it's our job to see what we want to do. But I urge people to tap into what you like. If you like to write, write. If you like to make music, try yeah. it out. Don't be scared because you never know. You might be the next Beyonce or you might be the next. What's her name that wrote Harry Potter? J.K. Rowling? J.K. Rowling. So <laughs> you might be the next J.K. Rowling, right? So, like, it's awesome. It's awesome. Just... There's so many talent out here. Just go go out there and do yeah, it. Yeah, it's true. You really just never know. No one ever imagined they're going to be as big as they end up being. They just decided yeah. to take that chance. Exactly. They just get up and do it. And it worked. It paid yeah. off. Yeah. Well, I mean, this isn't common knowledge, but, you know, we're both from Jamaica. And I have to ask, yeah. like, you know, is there any, like, Jamaican influence in your music? Are there any artists there that you want to collab with? Do you want to go back home, have a concert there? Like, yeah. where does yeah, that so- come in? So Jamaica's special because mm. Jamaica's so small, but like, yeah. <laughs> but it's so much, it's, it's so much going on. You can mm-hmm. attest for that. It's a lot going on in Jamaica. Um, it's a lot of artists down there. It's a lot of cool things. I like Popcorn. I listen to Popcorn Me a lot. Too. Yeah. He's awesome. I, you know, Vibes Cartel is a big one, of course. Right. I love Vibes. 100%. But 100%. But I love, I love Popcorn because it's a lot of inspiring music that he makes. Mm-hmm. And I think that's, that's the lane I want to go into. So, if I could ever work with Popcorn, I think that would be great. And I think we see the influence reggae turned into reggaeton. And then it, yeah. it turned into Drake doing his thing with reggae. Yeah. Yeah, right? Drake so, is an interesting character, but yeah. Yeah, he's, he is an interesting character. That <laughs> man, he'd be culture vulture, but <laughs> <laughs> he, he made hits, though. You know, he made yeah. hits. So it's, it's, it's fun. But like, that's the beauty of music, to yeah. see it travel. So I would love to take reggae to an, like a different space. Yeah, because it's all about creativeness. So I definitely Jamaica's a big deal, um, and the people down there, you know, the people down there, Jamaicans, we have a we have a big heart, small country, hundred percent. Some of the kindest people I've ever met. Exactly, exactly. It's beautiful down there. Listen, y'all, if y'all ever get a chance, honestly, it's, yeah, it's, it's awesome. It's a beautiful country. We're not just yeah. saying that because we like are from it's, the country, but it it's is beautiful. Montego Bay, all of that. It's awesome. Yeah, I'll actually awesome. like literally. I'll be there next week. Actually, and for real. Yeah, <laughs> that's why I brought it up. You don't even know if I run into a little music producer, I'd be like, "Hey, I got a friend." So exactly, exactly. Now that, that's awesome. Enjoy because yeah, that's lit. That's lit. That's a nice way to end off the summer. You know, yeah. Literally, just that's like a safe place for me. Things start yeah. getting a little too much here. I go there. I relax. I'm good. I recharge. I come back. Exactly. And I'm recharge. ready to go. Yeah, that's a big deal. And, you know, we've been talking a lot about, you mentioned some of the, like, the musicians you want to collab with, the people who kind of got you into it. Um, like, who are your biggest inspirations? And who really was that artist that introduced you to the game and made you say, okay, wait, that's what I want to be like? Yeah, um, definitely Kendrick Lamar. Definitely mm. Kendrick Lamar. I'm a big Kendrick definitely. too. I, yeah, I was just listening to music today, and I just learned something. Was, I was listening to Lust, mm. and on the song Lust, he's like, just whatever you do, just make it count. 
And it, like what, what he's talking about, like I learned, he's just saying like every day we have to get up and grind. Every day we have to work. Just make it count. Every day mm-hmm. you have to live. Just make it count towards something. And I was just like, wow. Like it's just a, it's a simple message, but it, it's, it spoke to me. So a lot of his music is so deep. It's like poetry, you know, 100%. like poetry. I think I think J. Cole is cool, too. Um, but but Kendrick was definitely that one where I was like, OK, he's he inspired me. And so, OK, now let's see if I can inspire others. And so, you know, Kendrick is global. Kendrick is worldwide. But I said, OK, what can I do in my vicinity? Right. Mm-hmm. I said, let me inspire my high school. Let me inspire the people around around me. And I always tell people. The reason that I'm doing this is because this is something I love. And I just want y'all to go after what y'all love. Whether mm-hmm. I blow up or not, I really don't give a damn. I'm, I'm going to be fine. Like I'm, you know, <laughs> but, <laughs> but, you know, at least I went after it. Not everybody can say that. You yeah, know, that's true. Even if it were to it. fail, it doesn't go anywhere. It's like you at least say I tried. Exactly. And, and then you can probably spark the next person, right? So yeah. I'm already hearing, fun fact, I'm already hearing my little brother. When he's in the shower, he's rapping, he's singing. Because, mm. you know. He loves my music. So he's like, you know, I want to own a pizza shop and I want to be a rapper. And I'm like, all right, that's cool. <laughs> all right, like, do it. Do both. Do what you love. Exactly. So it's awesome. That's nice. And like right now at this moment, what are your top five songs or artists that you kind of have in circulation right now? In circulation right now. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, that's a great one. That's a great one. Um, Kendrick, Drake. And I, I'm going to explain why. Kendrick, Drake. This new artist, well, he's not new, but he's new now um, because he blew up. Mm. So DDG, I'm inspired by DDG. Um, and let's see, two more, two more, two more, two more. Uh, I'll, give, I'll give it to J. Cole and then I'll say Lil Baby. Mm. I'm explain, right? You want me to explain? So yeah. he's top five. Kendrick, of course, because that's Kendrick. We just talked about that. Yeah. Drake, because you can play Drake anywhere. And I think that's awesome because he he touches so many different type of genres right you can mm-hmm. always find that one drake song where everybody's like okay you, yeah like, 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 it, it could play it could yeah play. Like, we're not i bad, agree you know so I, I i like that because in life i want to be able to be versatile in the things that i do mm-hmm. um did i say j cole yeah yeah j cole because he just dropped a new a new album um i like j cole and a quick story on j cole mm-hmm. he, he made an album called for your eyes only and he had mm-hmm. a song called folding clothes <laughs> and he was literally talking about literally right he's literally talking about the art of doing laundry and doing wow. your part as a, as a man like just i'm like wow like something so simple i like that, I like that. yeah and, and like the peace that comes with that so he kind of simplified things and um ddg because ddg is a new artist right now mm. but i've been following him for years and he came from the hood he came from pontiac michigan mm. um you know, he didn't he didn't have too much people that supported him. He started YouTube. He blew off off YouTube. Then he said, I'm going to do music. And he made it happen. Everything this man has said, he's done. And it just is parallel to my life because everything that I said I'm going to do, I'm, I'm fortunate enough to do it. Yes, I worked hard for it. But also some people work hard and they don't get it. But yeah. I got it. So I'm grateful. But, you know, I'm inspired by DDG and his music. And I don't know if I if I'm missing one more person. But, yeah, I think that's it. That's the, that's I like what that. I got in relation right now. I like that. I'll check out DDG. I've heard of it. I haven't listened to his music. Yeah, he's not too bad. He's not too bad. Okay, I'll take your word for it. Yeah. And then kind of thinking about you though now as a musician, you know. Yep. 
10, 20, 30 years from now, when someone asks, yeah. who is Malik Lewis? You know, what do you want the answer to be to that question, you know, as a musician? As a musician, yeah. So, you know, um, and and let me let me start this off by saying Kanye West is not perfect. But oh, yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. He's not perfect. But you know, he he's an artist and people listen to him. And I think even when he was doing the politics thing, mm. I knew it wasn't gonna work. <laughs> <laughs> I think we all knew it wasn't gonna work. Because he popped out of nowhere and he popped out a little too late. But uh, <laughs> But if he tried to do it the right way and if he tried to articulate himself the right way, I think he'd have some type of potential, at least being an influencer for positive change. Mm. So as a, if, you know, if, if my artist career continues to take off, Malik Lewis as the artist, mm. I want I want people to be able to say, hey, we actually listen to his words and his values like like yeah. a Kendrick Lamar who's fighting for his people. Mm. We actually listen to him. And we're implying that into our own lives. I don't want to be boxed because I want people to, to, to take my word for different things like politics, yeah. to take my word for different things. Like, like if you're, if you're trying to invest money, you know, yeah. I'm trying to do that too. I'm learning how to invest. So I want people to realize, yes, I'm an artist, but I'm an artist of life. You know, I'm, it's an art of life to, to live as an artist. It's an art yeah. of life. Cause what you're doing is you're putting your life in a song. Or you also have to live your life like art. You have to you have to live freely. And in order to do that, it takes hard work. In order to do that, it takes a lot of belief. And so, like, like I said, Kanye, he's not, he's not, he's not the greatest person in the world, but he lives freely. Mm. And I think in order to reach to a point like that, it takes a lot of discipline, a lot of hard work. And I'd like to reach that point where people they look up to me and they're able to listen to me. I'm able to give them wisdom. Yeah. And I'm living freely and I can speak about what I want to speak about. But of course, it's always good to know what you're speaking about. That's and, true. Don't go spreading and, false information. Exactly. And you want to articulate that the right way. Yeah. I agree. And I, I like what you touched upon about not being boxed in and wanting to like talk about if you want to talk about politics and investing and stuff. I agree because a lot of the time, you know, celebrities get a lot of backlash when they decide to talk about politics in particular. And I mean, it'll be like just literally a human rights issue. Of course, you should be talking about that stuff. But they yeah. get so much backlash because everyone's like, oh, you're just a singer. Oh, you're just a rapper. Yeah. You don't know what you're talking about. But, you know, That's they're true. people nonetheless. And they still live here. They still live in the world. So yep. I, I agree with what you're saying. And I do think you should be able to speak on that stuff, especially if you're looking to motivate people and influence them positively. As long as you're not spreading false information, do you? So Yeah, exactly. I agree. Exactly. That's yeah. awesome. That's a great point. I remember LeBron the other a couple months ago. He was told to shut up and dribble, and whether people, was, yeah, he was told to shut up and dribble. And <laughs> I, I was like, that's not funny, but my gosh, <laughs> yeah, right. I'm like, okay, you may not agree with everything LeBron says, mm-hmm. but let's not cancel. Let's yeah, not like cancel. Look, like let he does like, still you know, vote like, like everybody else. Like he does still have a functioning brain. You know, yeah, like he's yeah. allowed to have his own opinions. He's not just a basketball player. Exactly. It's it's and that's that's people's problem is we put labels on people first instead of humanity. Mm. And we see it in politics. We see it in our everyday lives that labels are being put on people instead of human first, and then we'll address what's mm. going on. And so you know we can't dehumanize people. We gotta allow, especially people who's trying to try you know, to yeah. create positive change. They may not do it in the right way, but they're trying. Yeah. You got to give them a chance. You got to give them a chance. I agree. Yeah. And getting back to you as a musician for a second. Yeah, of As course. we talked about, you know, you recently got to perform at Syracuse University. Your university. Yeah. 
And that's a very big deal to, you know, reach such a broad audience. Congratulations again. Thank you. And I want to know, like, what's the place that you dream of performing the most? Like, anything's on the table. We're talking Grammys, Lollapalooza, Rolling Loud, VMAs. What's the place that you really want to perform? Oh, uh, that's that's awesome. That's awesome. You on fire. Thank um, you. <laughs> <laughs> I think a, a sold-out stadium. Mm, I like that. A sold-out stadium. Any stadium. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> but a sold-out stadium. Because it's just... To, to be able to see myself progress from yeah from from performing in front of my grandma at first <laughs> and my mom as a little kid and then performing in front of my high school yeah and then being able to perform in front of my college and now being able to perform in front of a full-blown stadium and maybe mm-hmm. I perform in in a different way whether it's music or whether it's motivating people. Mm. It, it's still that same, the art of life, right? Yeah. Like being an artist of life to paint that picture where a stadium is listening to me speak or rap or both. Yeah. That's crazy, you know, but that shows you the progress and the progression of life when you put in hard work and, and dedication. Yeah. It's possible. Anything's possible. Anything. I think you're totally capable of that. I'll be right up there in the nosebleeds at the stadium. So. <laughs> You get you get free tickets. You get free tickets. Thank you. you know? Remember that you said that though, because I'll come back and I'll call you. Don't forget the little people and don't block. Yeah, them. <laughs> I got you. Thank you. And I want to know more about like you know that creative side of being an artist, and you know what yep. does the songwriting and production process look like for you? Yeah, definitely. So I, you know, at first, at first I was I was timid, I was scared when mm-hmm. I was you know recording for the first time. I didn't know what I was saying. I didn't know what I was doing. <laughs> I had, to, I had to use this thing called FL Studio. It was so complex, but over over years of learning it and figuring it out and watching YouTube videos, which mm. helped, right? I got I got the hang of it. I understood it. And I started to create things. And so now it's to a point where if I hear a beat, I could just go off. You mm-hmm. know, like I, I just freestyle and I say what comes to mind. And I think that's the beauty of music is you can be 100% yourself and you can be authentic. Mm-hmm. And, you know, being 100% authentic and creating positive change through the process just speaking about my story and if my story can help others then I've, I've done my mission so that yeah. creative process is really like if I hear a beat and I think of a situation that I've been through in life and I just put that together and then magic happens and so I, I was here's a fun story I was in Syracuse I was at a park and um, little kids were around right and these little kids were just so full of life and and I made a song called Life is Amazing, but they, these, oh. this is where them from. This, these kids are so full of life. And I'm like, wow, you know, like I was once them playing yeah. in the park and caring about the things they care about and doing the things that they were doing. And now look at me, a college student, but I was playing with these kids and I was throwing them frisbee and stuff like that. Yeah. And then I got an idea. I said, how about I ask them to, to say, you know, life is amazing. And so they said it in the beginning of the song. I put that into the oh, beat. That's so cute. Did all that, yeah. So they're they're part. They're featured on the song. Like it's just it's just lit. Like like that's how music is. It's the art of life. You, you yeah. live your daily life and you implement these things into music and you create something special. So that's the process. It's a, it's that, a daily grind. Beautiful. I, yeah. I really like that. Thank you. That was that was awesome. I, I have another little another little fun question. Yeah. Um, if you could take over one rapper's entire discography, every single song, Ooh. who would it be except for Kendrick? Since you've talked so much about Kendrick today. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. 
That's awesome. Jeez. I'll give you a second right. to think about it. I think, I think I'm, I'm going to give it to Nas. I'm going to okay. give it to Nas. That's a good now, choice. I'm, I'm so great you brought that up. I'm mm-hmm. so grateful because now I'm able to say this. And I, I almost forgot this. Mm-hmm. When I was in elementary school, mm-hmm. I performed in front of my elementary school and I sung the <laughs> song, I Know I Can Be Who I Want to Be. If I work hard at it, I'll be where I want to be by mm-hmm. not. So I've always been performing, you know, like. Yeah, from day one, <laughs> straight know, out the womb. Straight out the womb, straight out the womb. So yeah, Nas, I, I think I'll pick Nas because he has a lot of inspiring music. Mm-hmm. And um, I like Nas. I think Jay-Z will be next. Mm. He would probably be next. He, he's great too. I agree with that. That's a talented too. man. Yeah. I like those choices. Those are really, really good. I'm happy. All right. Good. All right. I'm doing good. I'm doing yes. good. <laughs> and we're nearing the end, unfortunately. So this is like our third to last question. All so right. Right. obviously you're a college student. We've talked a lot about that. What has it been like balancing all these projects we've talked about, the Netflix, the music, yeah. everything? How has it been balancing that with academics? And can I also ask what you're majoring yeah. in? Because I don't think we've talked yeah, about Yeah. So right now I'm majoring in communications and rhetoric studies. Ooh. I was going to major in English. I don't know what I was thinking. I don't know what I was doing. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I like English. I like to write. I like to write mm-hmm. music. I like to write a lot. But they were like, you know, your personality and the things that you've done, you know, this, this, you can transform this program. And mm-hmm. I like to take on projects. I like to take on tasks. So that, and I'm also looking into majoring in, um, policy studies. So mm-hmm. I want to learn about policy. I want to learn about society and different rules and stuff like that. Right. Mm-hmm. So combining those two, I think will be great. And why not hone down on my, on my public speaking mm-hmm. to get better at that? Cause it's one of my gifts. So why not major in one of my gifts yeah. and really, really sharpen that tool? So that's why I'm doing CRS. Um, and, and how, how to balance all, all this with academics, yeah. you know, the, the key secret, and it's a little hard to do this in high school, mm-hmm. but the key secret is to make sure that your academics favor who you are as a person. That's so true. college, you're a little bit more lenient with that. You're able to do that. But I know you have a, a, a vast audience. People may be in different places. So mm-hmm. in high school, how I balance music and this and 5,000 role models in school and academics and also still the same advice for college is because I realized that I have one life to do this. You know, and, yeah. you know, some people tell me, you know, you don't want to get burnt out, but I'd rather get burnt out than rust. I'd rather get burnt out than sit there and do nothing and, like rust and get old. Right. So I grind and it's and you brought up something that's so important in this in this podcast. And you said, when I go to Jamaica, that's my time to recharge and yeah. relax. And and I think you we also have to have those moments where, OK, I'm working hard All right, mm-hmm. on Saturday. Today's me day. I'm chilling. I'm taking a break. Sunday, we're right back at it. Sunday, we're grinding because we still realize the message is we got one life to do this. We have one chance to do this. And so just remembering that you don't have all the time in the world, which we talked about earlier. You know, do you really want this or not? Do you Mm. really want to be great or not? And, you know, sadly, when when we come from, you know, tougher backgrounds or whatever, and we see our parents struggle to make it and and we're, we're trying to make it. You may have to put in more work than the next man, but I'm telling people it's possible. It's possible, right? So take those little breaks, take those times to chill. Yeah. But maybe instead of playing the game, you can start formulating a business idea, or you, <laughs> right? Or, or like if you know, lower down on the YouTube videos and maybe start a podcast, right? Like, oh yeah, these are the things that we can do. What are we doing with our time? Because yeah. we have time. 
It's just how are we using it, you know? Yeah. yeah. I totally agree. It's definitely a balance. You know, of course, you can watch the YouTube videos and play the games and all that stuff. But it's definitely, you know, don't just dream of things and never do anything to work towards them. So yeah. if you can find the time, like you said, definitely. I guess if you want to start a podcast or <laughs> if you decide, I've always wanted to be a musician, but I've never tried writing any bars or anything. Yeah. Try that, you know, carve out exactly. a little time in your day to try something new. And I think that would be it's pretty good. Exactly. And, and if and if this is a little advice, too, if things aren't balanced, OK, then don't call it balance. Call it harmony. Make mm. sure that everything is in harmony, is in perfect sync. So if you have to work a lot or if you have to go to school a lot and it's draining, at least try to find things to be grateful for. And once you have gratefulness, then things start to work and things start to speed up. Mm. You know, you're just in a better place. You're just in a better place. Yeah. So, yeah, I like that. I never thought about harmony. That's pretty cool. harmony. Yeah, harmony. Because yeah. sometimes it's, balance is out of whack. Sometimes. Yeah, sometimes it's it's not working out. It's, it's right. Not working. <laughs> so it's just like, hey, whatever I'm doing, I'm gonna make sure I have good harmony here. I'm gonna make sure I'm grateful, and we'll keep it pushing. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And on to the next question is, you know, if you could go back and talk to that Malik from middle school, what would you oh, say well. to him? Whew. Oh my God, <laughs> <laughs> that's great. That's a great one. Hmm. What I would tell myself is that, and I think a lot of people would say this too, right? Everything's okay. Everything yeah. worked out. <laughs> yeah, you feel like you were stressing out. for absolutely no reason. Oh my God. We were stressed for nothing, right? For absolutely nothing. For nothing. For no, I don't even know what we were stressed about. We were <laughs> we stressing. And so I think um, as, as time progressed, like where I'm at today, hmm. and exactly what you said, I try to do this as much as possible, and I'm glad you reminded me, is... I try to act like I'm 26, 27. I got the job. Mm-hmm. I got the career. I got the home. I got the kids. Mm-hmm. I got the family. I got the wife. Everything worked out, Malik. Everything worked out. And I tell mm-hmm. myself that. And, and it just makes me smile because we have to remember we're co-creators of this, mm-hmm. of our world. We can manifest what we want in life. And wh- whatever you want, yes, they're helping you, right? Yes, that's helping you. But we have some power too. We, mm-hmm. we have to give ourselves that responsibility because if we don't take responsibility for the power we have within us and you start to say things like, ah, I don't know if it's going to work out. Mm-hmm. Then guess what? You're co-creating your reality. It may not, yeah. it may not work out. I don't know if I'm going to get into this school. You may not get into that school. But if you are saying positive chance, mm-hmm. if you're saying, you know what? Everything's going to work out. There's a higher chance, I believe, that you get into that school. Yeah, because you, it's, you, it's you definitely speaking things into existence. And if all you're yeah. speaking is negativity, that's all you're bringing to yourself. Exactly. I it's, agree. It's as simple as that. It's like a mirror. It's mm-hmm. a mirror. Yeah. I like that. And to our final question, unfortunately, we're at the end. Yeah. <laughs> um, do you have any final, final advice for people who are listening? My final advice for you all is to believe in yourself and mm-hmm. To, to get to learn yourself and spend time with yourself. And of course you can spend time with loved ones. Of course you can, um, you know, have fun and, and do great things in life. You don't have to always prioritize your purpose. You don't have to always live like there's no tomorrow. You don't have to always say, I got to get it. I got to get it. Like you can slow down, Yeah. Can, but make sure that you know who you are in this world. 
because the world would try to tell you who you are. Like we spoke, mm-hmm. like, like we spoke about try to put you in a box yeah. and put labels on you. But you have to know who you are, especially if if you are a quote unquote minority. Understand mm-hmm. that the power you have within is the majority because mm-hmm. the power we have in this world, we're world changers and, and we can do great things no matter who you are, no matter what you believe in, no matter how you identify. The world is your oyster. The world is what you make it because you're here mm-hmm. and you're here for some time. And after that time is gone, it's gone. So what do you want to do? It's not what your parents want. It's what you mm-hmm. want to do. Because if you're successful, you can always help your parents with your success. It's not what it's not what nobody else wants but you. And find that purpose. It's not a rush, but just think about it and ponder on it. And yeah. ask yourself, where will I be five years from now? And don't put too much pressure on yourself. Put good pressure mm-hmm. and make those beautiful diamonds. Put yeah. good pressure that will push you every day. But don't make it toxic. It's not meant to be toxic. It's just yeah. meant to put. And that's it. I like that. That's it. And I just, I just want to say one thing. Yeah, of course. I want to <laughs> give a shout out to Astrid just because I feel like, yeah. it. hi, Astrid. How are you doing? That's <laughs> you did really good. I know. I know. I know. She should be listening for sure. <laughs> it's yeah. I've been I've been with her for seven years now. Just crazy to think about. Now, I've been there since the beginning, you know. Since the jump. Since the yeah. jump. So, you know, one of my favorite quotes is, we'll see where this goes. <laughs> 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 we'll see. But um, yeah, it's awesome. I love it. I love it. And she's definitely a great, a great person in my life. So yeah. We love, love you, Astrid. It. Yeah, we love you. We love you. <laughs> Thank you so much. Yes, and that brings us to the end. Today. I'm very, yeah. very honored to have had you. Like, trust me, like. This I feel like I'm interviewing a celebrity right now. <laughs> I'm, I'm grateful. I'm grateful because I'm like again the, the minute I saw that you started the podcast, mm. I was just I was just so happy. Thank I was you. like, finally, someone is doing something that matters. You know, <laughs> yeah, we can we can flex on the gram all day. We yeah. can do all these things all day. But you're not just posting about things you care about. You're not just talking about things you care about, which I also think is beautiful. And if that's all you can do right now, people do that, right? Yeah. But but Crystal, you you brought it to life. Mm-hmm. Like you brought it to life. And be be very proud of yourself. And I'm gonna make sure that all my peers are tuned into your podcast thank and they you. listen to the great information that you're sharing. So thank you so so much for starting this. And I hope that soon enough we'll be able to do another one. Oh, and I hope so. hundred we'll percent. Right before you play the sold out stadium, I have to interview you again. Yeah. Everyone's going to be knocking on your door. Got to. Got to. It'll, it'll be awesome. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And that brings us to the end. Thank you for listening. I'm very honored to have had our amazing guest Malik Lewis here. And yeah, I'm very, very grateful if you've listened this far. We talked a lot. We dropped a lot of good gems. Yeah. And yeah, definitely come back for more. So this has been the Untitled Podcast and this has been your host, Crystal. Have a wonderful day.